Hey guys, welcome back to Two Weeks from Tuesday, a podcast that aims to be a friend and a confidant in life, love, and relationships through music, new perspectives, and truth. We are always here for you. I'm your host, Aaliyah Bloom. And I'm your host, Aaron Wakefield. And, and this, this is, is Two, two Weeks, Weeks from Tuesday. Tuesday. You should listen to what you want. Yeah, you deserve. Listen to what makes you happy. If you want to listen to psych rock, you should do that. A little bit of folk? Go for it. If you want to play heavy metal at the kickback, Maddie, go ahead. Music? It's expression. It's everything. Honestly, you're right. Yo, that song hits every time. It really does. Guys, welcome to Volume 4. Um, a Tinder man is the only honest man. But before we get into it, Aaliyah and I have a new, or it's actually not a new word. It's an old word. It's a very old word. We've been saying it since high school, but today we're feeling crispy. We're feeling so crispy. It's kind of, it's an abstract concept and yeah. feeling. Honestly, crispy is like a state of mind and you define it yourself. So if you feel crispy today, hop on the train with us. Yeah. Join the, not, the I was going to say the crispy train. Let's I don't like that. that. Let's move forward. So like, why, why, why is this called a Tinder <laughs> man's honest man? It's like, I... Is, is that a thing? Explain that. Okay, so this is a Tinder man is the this is like a little concept that I came up with. Um, and a I concept. like was oh not a, uh, a concept, not an Aaron concept. <laughs> I don't know about that. Let's stop it, crispy. <laughs> <laughs> and I like was I was gonna post it on TikTok. It's now in the drafts, but I basically said that Bumble is for love bombers, Hinge is for short men, for short men. I'm sorry, and Tinder is where all the honest men are, because a Tinder man is gonna swipe right on you and be like, "Hey, like I'm, I'm just kind of looking for one thing. So if you're down with that, then I'm down with you." So, I I don't even know what to say. I just don't trust men. Yeah. I just don't think any man is really honest. But maybe, <laughs> no, just kidding. Most of my guys, my my friends are guys and they're honest. But I don't trust the dark web with men. The dark web, meaning the apps? Yeah. Is that what we call them now? The, the, the dark, dark web? web? Yeah. Little gremlins <laughs> lurking around the web. That's how I feel looking for the V. <laughs> Actually, dead ass. That's how I'm seeking in the underground world right now with these men with pitchforks. <laughs> This is too funny. This is too good. This is too much. That's the dark. Yes, move forward. Okay, so what we've what we've established is that the dating apps of the dark web. They're basically thanks for watching. That's it. That's it. That's the end of the show. No, no. But we're gonna be talking about the apps today and finding. Not we're not gonna be talking about finding love. We're just gonna be talking about the apps because they're funny and they're so relevant this day and age for dating. Um. I don't know. I feel like I have had to use the apps a lot just because I like women most of the time. So <laughs> most of the time. And it's hard to find women just out on the street. Like we don't have like a ring or like a badge we wear that's like, hey, I like women. Like like it's hard to make that guessing game. So it's nice to just have like a online platform to figure out who likes who, who's in the club. Yeah. I, I mean, what's your OK, so what's your favorite dating app? I just don't like Bumble. I don't like the 24 hour window i'm like sometimes i'm just busy and like there might be someone who i think will really hit it off but like i got shit to do so give me like 48 hours give me a week to respond like i feel like stressed like i'm on the shot clock with bumble on the shot clock (laughs) yeah i don't know i like i like tinder because i feel like there are a lot of people to see it's like a jack of all trades and i like variety (laughs) please and and Hinge, I like for validation. It's cute to see when people just like, like, they like you. Hinge is so sweet. I love Hinge. 
I feel like there must be a lot of like, I wonder what goes on with the algorithms behind like the dating apps. Must be very complex. Yeah, I th- honestly, I think Hinge has probably the best algorithm, like in my opinion. So you know how they have like the standouts? Yeah, and the most compatible. Yeah, like I feel like those are, my standouts are always textbook my type. Erin loves to play this game, especially during her nightly swipes when we're together. My nightly swipes. <laughs> That's just, that could be its own segment I in love itself. the nightly swipes. But um, she's like the, she's literally guys like the bachelorette. She's like, who am I going to give my rose to for the day? <laughs> I'm like, okay. Because I don't pay for her. For Hinge, so I can't just like be handing out roses. I get like one rose every how was whatever the range is. Yeah, I don't even know. But what I do, I go to my standouts and I'm like, let me pick my one of the bunch. They're always my your type, Romeo. Though. My Romeo. I I don't know. Sometimes I don't like to give the rose because then I feel like there's already a power trip. Like I like if we were gonna talk like. I'm not the alpha because because I'm like I don't know I'm giving you the rose like you, like I think of you as cooler and I want to be the cool one. I mean I guess I don't have that. I will give my rose away. I'm like you're sweet, but then I act like I feel like I act just regular in person. So I feel like it evens it out. It it evens it out. Yeah, I don't even How do you feel when people pay for the dating apps like our age? Um I don't know. I feel like it's not worth the money. That's not something I would put money towards every month or however like much you pay for it. I didn't only know guys who have done that. I know a really? lot of guys who have, and you know them too, who have paid for dating apps. <laughs> you know them too. <laughs> but I don't Wait, think guys. I met a girl that's done that. Guys, we this is the like third time we've recorded this episode because we kept name dropping. <laughs> or I kept name dropping. Yeah, I've been pretty good. I've been trying to be incognito uh, with my love life. Great, but there are like, too oh, many of them lurking. <laughs> maybe we'll give them fake names in the episode. I oh. doubt we'll be able to control like control. Keep track of it, but like we can try. Yeah. I'm thinking about gay online dating. I'm just thinking about all the couples on the gay world who are looking for threesomes. There's really? like so many like different types of like gay that you don't want to find on like the swiping things <laughs> i'm trying to think like well there's an app for finding like you told me about it but what is it called field it's like field. for it's like field? for kinky things yeah but i've met like a very close friend through that and he's amazing he's so sweet and it that's the one thing i found on the kinky app and i deleted it after that <laughs> that i was like was this it. is as good as it can as good as it can get <laughs> that was it <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think about the other, the other. Oh, like there's the long, like the long distance gaze, or like the I'm looking for, I'm like partnered already, and like I'm like dating someone, but I also want to. I don't know. There are all these things that I feel like it's hard to find a girl on the apps. I figured it out though. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) I've been using them since I was like 18. So I mean, yeah, I I downloaded 18 too. It just took me a while to get into the groove of it. Aaron wants that. <laughs> we don't need to go into we what Aaron wants. <laughs> there are it, many things. It's a long list. Yeah. I feel like it's very different, though, online dating with girls and guys. Like, I'm a lot more scared for you to go on a date than... I, I never get... Okay, so I never get scared to go on a date, and I have no idea why. I'm just like, okay, like, he's fine. Like, this is going to be fine. I never get scared. Like, predatory? You never think, like, they could be, like... I'm I I, see the guys I go out with no they're sweet they're sweet (laughs) I don't know I just feel like I I would trust going out with a girl more than a guy just yeah this I don't think you've had this but at least from my experience I've had a lot of guys that like I don't know I feel very objectified on the apps with guys it's very like I tell I can tell they want to like have sex 
And girls are just like, hey, you're so pretty. What's your favorite color? Tell your life story. And guys are like, oh, let's grab drinks and figure it out. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I established the fact that that's not going to happen. Not through the app, but just at the beginning of the date. Aaron knows how to set boundaries. Maybe that's where I fumble. <laughs> Work in progress. A whip? <laughs> a whip? A whip? Is that what we're Wait, up to? Wait, I like that. Oh, that's a thing. It's that's a whip. A whip? Yeah, that's like an operations term. Actually? Mm-hmm. Okay, guys, new word. Whip. Whip. Okay, you're a little crispy and whip. Add to the dip. Oh, my. Don't do that. Don't do that. Okay. Do you want right. to? Yeah, like, what? what's your experience been? Like, tell, tell the world, how have you used dating apps in the past? So, I downloaded them when I was 18, and I thought it was just kind of, like, a cute thing. I was like, oh, my God, I get to see these cute, like, these cute boys, and, like, it's just fun to swipe, and they're swiping on me. And then, like, I remember the guy that I swiped on, um, like, the first guy that I matched with, he looked like Sean from um, Boy Meets World. He mm. was so cute. But, like... <laughs> Didn't you guys talk for we, a year? No, that was a different That was guy. a different one. Aaron's <laughs> gotten some situations. I've, yeah, I've gotten into, into some things. But um, that first guy was, like... I, I don't even know. I, as soon as, like... He asked me out. I was like, oh, this is serious. Like, you're trying to actually go somewhere? I was like, absolutely not. And it took me a, it took me a second to really, like, be like, okay, I'm going to do this. And now I go on dates, like, not that often still. It's like every couple Every once months. in a while as yeah. a treat. As a treat. As a sweet little treat. You do the talk and then you get bored quick and you're like, oh, I'm busy. Well, you be- just go in waves. Because I don't want to be texting a stranger through the apps, okay? Like... You just get their number. Yeah. Like, I want you to, or, I, yeah, I want the guy to be like, okay, like, let's go get drinks or, like, let's go get coffee or something. And I'm like, okay, this is good. Like, you, like, I want, like, six back and forth. And then he's like, okay, let's do something. My favorite thing is the get to know you just a little bit over text. Like, I don't know. And you can have some silly texts. And then you meet. And then you slow down on the texting. I like to get to know them, like, a tiny bit over text. Not too much. I hate the excessively, like, uh, we have a phone relationship and we haven't even met. I don't know if you've gotten to that. but uh, I... I have. It was a year long. You t- oh, oh, well, yeah. okay. Rec- recent, I feel like you haven't. Recent, no. I don't want to be texting. What I hate the do? text relationship. I really do. Like, I like it before meeting. But then after, I'm busy and I'm just like, hey, hope you're having a great day. Sending good vibes your way. When are we meeting next? Like, yeah, like. Clean. That's it. I don't know I, if I really like them, like a photo or voice memo is cute, I but... No, you do too much in the <laughs> no. text. You're like, let me send an emoji, and then we're sending back voice memos, no. and then we're going to send a video, and then this, this is this, awful. Erin tried to text one of my lovers at one point, like I was seeing her casually, and she just, I, she was doing pretty well, and then like one like response, because this girl was sending me like 10 bars, she like sent like uh, like being me like a butterfly and like this sparkle emoji after every <laughs> fucking a bar. A butterfly and a sparkle because because that's how you text. But I don't add a butterfly. You overuse the <laughs> butterfly <laughs> and the sparkle. It was like this was like it was excessive. And I was like, you can't think of I me like this. I was just having my moment. You like text like two words. Like okay. Aaron and I have very different texting styles because like. Not everything can be discussed over text. You lose tone. Like, you know, everybody knows this. You lose, like, meaning over text. I'm not going to just, like, text back and forth. Honestly, when I had that year-long phone relationship, I don't know how I did that. Like, that was I a really hot don't. mess. Something I do learn, like, I have learned in general, and, like, and this applies to dating online, is 
try to keep it off of the text because as as you said Aaron like tone is really hard to like you can't read tone over text and I feel like I've been in habits where I've like botched like good relationships by texting too much or not texting the right thing now I'm like let's keep it off because like yeah. in person I'm great but sometimes I'm just like I don't know I like get too excited I feel like I've like definitely spammed a little too much when they just don't give a shit yeah and they're like this is great but we're looking for different things like no I, I just want a casual way like to get excited yeah i also like like don't like to text that much because okay let me let me bring up race not kidding (laughs) here we go again (laughs) no i'm joking i'm joking no no, because i mostly like go on dates with white guys so like that it's easy for them to like be really confident over text and stuff but like in person i like to see how they act like i don't know like you can tell by how a white guy acts if he's ever like been with on been on a date or with somebody outside of his race. Really? Yeah. How? I mean, they're more like they're like confident if they have been and they like they won't like bring up race that much or like I don't know. That's something I don't think I've ever thought about honestly. Yeah, it's easy for them to be like like we're like texting and it's like, Oh, what kind of music do you like? And he's like, Oh, you know, I'm like into a tribe called Quest and like he's like saying all these things that like like are checking boxes for me, but like at some point we have to like, you know, we have to meet up and like need to see how you act. That's actually very interesting. I don't know. I don't I don't know if you've ever even told me that, but that 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 makes sense. That's something my parents actually told me like a while ago when I started going on the apps. No, that's interesting. I feel like another thing I've learned, because you asked me about my experience, right, <laughs> about using the dating apps, <laughs> because it's so interesting. I think I've I've went in waves. And I've definitely been addicted, like, using that as, like, a coping. I don't know. I was just trying to escape, so I used to use the apps a lot when I was younger for validation, because I couldn't find it anywhere else. And something I used to do when I was younger is just take it very personally, these people on the internet that I've never met. And something I do now is just, like, really just remember... It's internet. I know, like, you just know nothing about these strangers, like, about these people. They're, like, they're just strangers. And I don't I don't know if any of you guys out there overthink, like, meeting a stranger online and, like, all that. But, like, as Aaron says, it's really not that deep. <laughs> I do. I totally you that all the time. It's not that deep. You don't know this person. You don't, you don't owe them anything. They don't owe you anything. But I feel, okay, so I've been, like, seeing on TikTok and stuff that, like, saying that, like, the idea that you don't owe them anything, they don't owe you anything, that that's problematic. How? Because that, it, it I guess it kind of separates the humanity of it. They're like, you're, like, you're not really treating them. If you think that way, then you're not treating them like a human, if that makes sense. Well, it's like, released my anxiety. And you're definitely right. I used to be kind and be really nice to everyone. <laughs> and now, like, it's not that deep, so I can let go a little bit and they can too. Yeah. But I feel like that's a... I feel like that's a fine thing to say when the relationship hasn't been anywhere besides the phone. Like, mm-hmm. like okay, they're not responding. I don't know what's going on. Okay, they don't know you anything. You don't know them anything. But once it's left the phone and, like, you've met up. And they're stuff, a person. Yeah. It makes yeah. it real. I, I absolutely agree with that. How do you feel about ghosting? <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> I, oh, guys, I'm going to come out to you guys. I'm a ghoster. I am the ghoster. I'm just going to let you say sit with that for a sec. I'm so sorry. On the public. I feel like, okay, Um, I don't think you should ghost. I don't think it's nice because, as you said, there are people and they have feelings too. 
I think Aaron forgets that people have feelings sometimes. No, I don't. I know. <laughs> I uh, I get to a point where I'm like, oh, this is causing me stress. Let me not. And then I stop and then I just end up ghosting. If they don't text me back first and I feel like it was a mutual like this isn't it, sometimes they don't text back. But if they're like, hey, like, want to hang out again? And then I'll be like. I like take a few days. I'll take a day or two to respond, but then I get back. And I'm like, hey, I was, I'm exposing myself now. So we're even like, hey, I was so busy. Like, <laughs> that was a lot. But I, I don't know. I just got to keep working on myself. Because even, is that a fair thing to say? I'm working on myself, like, if they're not the right match for you? Because work Maybe on yourself not. is not putting yourself around people that you don't want to be with. Okay, but is it a lie? Like, are you going to, like, solely focus on yourself and not date anybody else no then be honest and be like this isn't it or it's like so not, hard like you don't have to say this isn't it obviously I'm like but it's perfectly normal not to have like feelings for everybody sometimes i feel bad about that i'm like oh i just i f- like i feel like you're a beautiful person you're just, like, i just don't connect with you like that and i feel bad because i don't know there's a statistic like which is general for relationships i think that it's like 50 percent of people have lopsided like um reciprocated lopsided like reciprocation of like feelings in a relationship whether yeah. it's like friendship or love or whatever and that makes sense but that's a thick thick stat it oh that is i like that's something that like true like really really scares me like i don't want to be lopsided in my relationship yeah like over I, I don't think i'd ever show it but i would feel lopsided you know what i mean yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. Aaron, this is a question, this is going off script, but I feel like Aaron is a very independent woman. Aaron <laughs> is very lopsided. <laughs> oh, she's, I was not going with no, the I lopsided. Know, I know, I thought, I think it's funny. But Aaron, you're like a hardworking career woman, very focused, very, you know what you want. Like, how, and I feel like sometimes, like, I don't know, I just feel like you're very independent and know how to take charge. Like, what, I don't, I, I don't really know what I'm asking you, but like, What's that like? I don't know. I feel like you want to hold the door for the man. You'll pay for the drinks. Like, like as much as I talk about, like, being with girls, I do see guys every, every, like, on a blue moon for a date. And, like, there was a guy or two, like, this summer that I saw. And, like, he was more, tra- or not a guy or two. This guy, he was very traditional. And, like, yeah, I was trying to pay for dinner and, like, hold the door. And he would, like, not let me do it. I was like, This is not I'm, that deep. I'm. I held, okay, I opened the door for, like, another guy I went on a date with and he was like okay I was like what? why like what's the issue like there were two doors he opened one of them and I opened the next like it's, it was it's was not like, that I'm not, even, I'm not even thinking about it like what's the issue I'm gonna move I'm gonna move forward in topics because I feel like this is interesting from like both of our experiences like for for the viewers what what do you think like are good strategies for how to find someone you think that like is good on the web like, I think it's tr- okay. I think it's trial and error, and especially like at our age. Like my older sister always told me, like Aaron, you need to date around because I thought I was just gonna magically find somebody and just fall in love, and it was gonna be all rainbows and butterflies. Wouldn't and it be nice? Well, yeah, <laughs> and she was like, No, Aaron, you need to date around. You need to find out what you like. And I didn't realize that until I actually did start, and I was like, Oh, like I get fully like. First of all, I don't want. I don't want a guy who's going to get all, like, in his feelings about me paying for drinks. I like to reciprocate that, like, that's just the thing. Like, whatever. And then, second, like, some of the guys I've been on dates with, they're, like, not 
as driven as I am. Mm-hmm. And I hate that. Like, I, I get the ick from that. Like Laziness? Yes. I can't. It's not, well, it, sometimes it's, like, not even laziness. It's, like, I don't really know. Like, it's fine to not to know what you want to do, but, like. Not passionate about anything? Yeah. Like, the, like. The Passion last... is hot. Passion yeah. is so hot. When Like, literally talk to me about anything you care about, and, and I like, will stare uh, into your eyes. Yes. It doesn't even have to be something I, like, get on about, like, like that I know. It just, it just cool when people care. Yeah. I think something also is, like, I, this is when you're, like, dating someone for a little longer. Just, like, wait for a reciprocation. I think I'm someone who in the past has overgiven, and I've slow, I've, I really try to slow down a little bit and wait for it to be balanced. I don't know. Like, don't text too much. Make sure they are texting you the same amount. Don't start every conversation. Don't pay for every drink, you know? Yeah. Because people aren't always nice and will take advantage of you. And you should let people show with how they treat you. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Honestly, I think it's such a... Like, when you really think about the apps, it's such a scary thing. Like, you don't know these people. It's, like, not scary in the way that they're, oh, they're going to, like, steal me. But, like, I just feel like they could, they could literally be anyone. I I agree. I think that I've been I was having this thought kind of recently, like in maybe the past year. I've went on like a nice amount of dates just because I had some free time. Like I like doing it. I'm extroverted. I like meeting new people and perspectives. Whatever. Like the podcast, people and perspectives <laughs> love all that, right? And um, I just had this crisis. Like I've met so many people, and like things just didn't work out because we just couldn't sync our like lives together. It wasn't, like, a lack of compatibility, but, like, you are your own person. You have your own life, and you have your own friends and your work. And then you're meeting this stranger with, like, absolutely no context besides swiping for them. And, like, you're magically supposed to, like, sync up and make time for this person you've never even met through, like, the cloud. I don't know. It's the cloud cloud of the internet. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I was having this experience a lot. I was like, you're a really great person. I really like this. But, like, I... And I, I don't know. It's it's hard to make time for someone you have no reason to be brought together by. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I feel I feel like I've I've also seen this on TikTok where like where people are saying like we're not meant to have access to this many people. Like you're not meant to see this many people. Like, I've become a little desen- desensitized. I'll expose myself. I've been on a lot of dates, honestly, and they just I don't know. And do I've you heard feel like it's made you really picky. Like not picky in the way that like not. I'm, I don't know, because I feel like you can kind of swipe through on the apps and be like, mm, I don't like this about that person. And then, like, eventually you find somebody that kind of, like, hits all the check marks. If you met someone in real life, do you think you would be more picky or do you think it would just kind of flow? Um, I'm going to say the first thing I think and then circle around to what you, what you asked. I think that, like, and I've also talked to some of my guy friends who have been on a bunch of dates, like, I don't know. Every, at least in my experience, I feel like everyone. Oh, I feel bad saying this. Like becomes not not like becomes the same, but like, every, I I can see the beauty in so many people. Just repetitive and like it. It. I've kind of like I feel like I've lost a little bit of meaning of like what love is because I've done so many dates and might need to find something organically for it to be different. Because I'm like it feels like a routine. You do your thing. You get your high. I don't know. I also ha- I don't really give people a chance. Like I don't see people for more than like three dates. <laughs> so maybe the three date rule. <laughs> but but you're saying like if I've met someone organically. Yeah. Do you think that you would be picky, or do you think that you would kind of like let it flow? 
I don't know. I don't meet people organically that much. But like whenever I do, it feels really, really special. And the high I get from that, it, it yeah, I, I like it a lot more. I don't know. But again, I think Aaron and I both have some commitment issues and don't let people in. It's hard. It's like to let someone like I think Aaron and I we're di- we're different. Like I'm someone who will ask a lot of questions during a, during a date, and then people will just talk, and then they'll be like, "How about you?" And I'll be like, "Oh, I like blue." And then but like like so to keep telling me about you. And then Aaron, they'll be like, "What are you doing?" She'll be like, "I write. I work on projects." And they'll be like, "Sick," and keep talking about themselves. Yeah. So just, like, people I don't mean, really know us that. Yeah. Well, I feel like I get sort of like I hit a wall when I'm talking to people that I don't know. And I'm like, I kind of get defensive. And I'm like, why do you want to know this about me? Like, what's like, what's your deal? Like, it, they'll be like, oh, what do you do? I'm like, I just, I just kind of work. Okay. Some people have a great fucking fantastic time opening up. I think my worst date story, I go to this girl's house. She tells me to bring two bottles of wine. She said she's a little tired. I'm like, okay, bet. And then she goes into her, we like, she's like cleaning up in her room and I'm just listening. And then she starts talking for an hour and gives me a like show and tell about every fucking object in her room. And she's not opening the wine up. And I'm like, and then she's like, it's 10 p.m. She's like, I'm getting tired. Do you want to like sleep together? Just like fall asleep. And I'm like, I'm going to tuck you in and never see you again. <laughs> Good night. No, that would, that would put me in disgust mode. Oh, should we tell them what disgusting oh, it is? I'm so excited oh, for this. Oh, my God. I, this was unplanned. Oh, this was so unplanned. Okay, guys. We started mode, the ick. We started, like, the term, the ick, but we, like, didn't... We started the idea of it. Yeah, the concept. Again, we're, concepts is a theme today. It's a theme. Yeah, so disgust mode is something that, like, I used to ha- get in... Like, we, we both used to talk did. about it. Yeah, we used to talk about it in high school, but disgust mode you can have with, like, anybody. Um... I am just I'm having such a hard day. This is I'm just like drinking coffee, smacking things, stretching, smacking, sitting. I'm oh sorry. God. Just like drink some coffee with me so I'm not alone. Blur out those sounds. Oh my god. <laughs> um Disgust what, mode. Oh, disgust mode. Okay, so yeah, disgust mode is basically just the ick, but you can have it for anybody, not just like somebody you are seeing romantically. And it's an all-consuming, all-powerful feeling. It is. Like, you just can't even look at the person. It's and you don't know why. Everything they like, do, Ugh. every breath they take, it's like, it's every too much. Breath. No, like, literally oh. every breath. It's like, why are they breathing like, right I'm now? In such disgust mode. So, yeah, disc- I would definitely get disgust mode. Get into disgust mode from what you just explained. That's a lot. Yeah. I the social awareness is something I look for in dating. That's, like, one of the biggest things I think I look for. Yeah. I think... Okay, I think I get really weirded out when people are really comfortable, like, on the second date. I don't like it. Comfortable. Wow. (laughs) Comfortable meaning what? So, okay, uh, I don't have, like, a really good example because, like, I'm just picky, so this is going to sound like me nitpicking. But on on a second date with, like, a guy that I was seeing, like, 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 last winter or whatever... I, like, pulled up to his house, and, like, I parked my car, and he, like, opened up the door and, like, started smiling and waving and, like, ran down to the car, and he was like, hey, what's up? And I was like, I don't know Wait, you. Wait, that, like, that's, no. that's what you call cum- Aaron. Aaron, <laughs> no, that is sweet. It is oh, sweet. That is no, it's so sweet. Comfort, like, comfortable with, like, farting in their car, being like, hello. Okay, nice. that's just gross. It's just not. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just was like, how are you like that? Like, I wouldn't be, like, running... I don't know. I don't know. You just don't run to anyone. No, I'm gonna run. Do you have a worse date? A worse date? Oh, you know this. Yeah, I have a worse date. Um, It was with the same guy who came running out from his front porch. Um, 
God, should I, I'm not going to tell the whole story. Just condense it. Story. I'm going to condense it. We went to go see a movie, um, and we got back from the movie and went like went into his house, and like we were just like standing in front of his garage door talking, and I like looked away for a second, and when I turned back, he was like an inch away from my face, and I was like, okay, this is like this is happening so I was like okay like whatever like let's just let me go in and he proceeded to give me the worst kiss I have ever had in my entire life he bit my top lip there was saliva everywhere I was like I know I'm not the problem here I was like it was disgusting and it was so bad that I stopped mid kiss and started to hug him oh Aaron is so cold sometimes I I could not imagine being if she has the ick oh my god i would cry after it was horrible and then i was like okay like i'm gonna go now so i left and before i even started my car and like pulled out of his like driveway he texted me and i was like this is disgusting like what are you doing oh did you ever see him again i did not he wanted to see me again and i told him that i got covid and the rest is history and the rest is history man oh man that's kind of <laughs> That's kind of nuts. Yeah. Okay. We talk, worst date. What's your best date? Best date. Um, I think I've had a lot of dates, but like, I think I just like the feeling when you're you meet someone and you feel like you've met them from another life, or like you just feel like you instantly like understand them, and like it's like that deep sense of infatuation. There was one, just one night I had with a girl that I just felt like we really clicked hard emotionally, and I don't know. It, it was just really nice, and I I just felt like she was a really cool person. Aww. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that was soft. How sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what about you? Um, okay. My best date was just a we. This was like a fast burn thing, but the first date we just like I guess we just used up all the matches in the box that first night. It was kind of like a, a click thing. I texted you during the date and I was like, I am in love with this man. I was like, mm-hmm. he is everything and more. He was tall, like, like just beautiful. He was Aaron's type. He was like textbook my type. It was like a five hour first date, I think. And it was just a fun time. I don't know. And after the date, I was like, oh, like if we don't even have another date, I'm fine. I say before we get into my special question of the day, should we talk about some like other red flags, green flags for swipe swiping and then just get into my question? <laughs> yeah. Because we have different ones. Do you feel like you know what I look for for red or green flags? I feel like it would be fun if we guessed. Oh, okay. Wait, I need to think about this. Okay. There I could do it for flags. you. Green flags. This is going to be looks and like bio. So Aaron, I think green flag big nose she likes that tall they have to be tall the bigger the nose the bigger the heart they tend to be white like scrawny boys but (laughs) like every so often she's open she's open (laughs) open. she keeps her eyes peeled they have to have good fashion if they're not fashionable she won't do it and they tend to be creative um she used to go for finance bros but i feel like aaron has unlocked that she needs someone with a little more pizzazz yeah i get bored of them honestly the personality type Aaron, I don't, I don't know what Aaron looks for in personality, like no. just mu- music or All the art. Guys I go for are just like they kind of blend. They, they kind of, they kind of mesh. Yeah, and for, yeah, yeah. For your red flags, I don't. Everyone, 
please. No, Aaron red flag swipes is like one on a hundred. If their political uh, affiliation is not listed, on, like on Bumble, that's a red flag for me. Oh, you know what's funny? What did our what did our homie say this morning about artsy? Oh, this is funny. Okay. Wait, I want to sh- I wanted to share wait, this with you wait, guys. It was this morning. Are yeah. You talking about when? No. What what about artsy boys and how like artsy boys are nicer? Oh, he okay. Said that Listen artsy... to this and tell us what you think about this. I was thinking about last night when he said that um, you're Republican if you a girl is Republican if she like doesn't want to wear a condom, <laughs> like if she doesn't. Like, okay, she so that's one thing. Do you agree with that hot topic? <laughs> Probably not. That's like a. That's a lie. I don't think that you're a Republican just because you don't want to wear a condom. Or and you then, want them to wear a condom. Wait, tell the one from this morning. This morning he was saying He's that, an artsy guy. He's, he, artsy he's guy. like a film major. We love him. He's our bestie. Yes. He's our thrusty. Our, th- our thrust. <laughs> we're not explaining We're not getting are. into that. Um, no, he was saying that artsy guys would be more likely to like be better at sex because like they're into feminism and stuff and they would like be more into trying to figure out how to please a girl i thought he just said they treated women nicer because he they don't treat their gat they're okay they just because they're artsy doesn't mean they treat women nicer i think i i feel like he was saying that they were better at sex oh maybe i misinterpreted i don't know it's just artsy to like appreciate feminism (laughs) <laughs> and the beauty of the body, all the shapes. And, <laughs> all the shapes. And the... <laughs> it's just so artsy to be a good person. <laughs> oh, the artsy boys, there are so many of them flocking around and around me. there are me. so many different genres of an artsy guy. How? You know I mean, the music artsy guy, and then you have, like, the photographer. They're different. The Smiths listening one. That's yeah, manipulator. Yeah, and he's like, oh, my God, the film artsy guy, which is, like, annoying, honestly. Uh, every time I like, every time I like talk to a guy that's like into film, I feel so like little. I don't want to. Like, Why? I feel like I don't know. I'm like what? They just. I feel like they're um kind of pretentious. I agree. I I also don't like like film theater. Not like as a generalization, but like I feel like that energy is like just creative people in general. Sometimes is like my idea is better than everyone else's. Like look at me go. Yeah. I'm. This is. I need to stand out. Yeah. Well, um... Okay, your red flag, your red and green flags. Okay, Aaliyah's green flags, they have to be... They have to look artsy. They have to, like, look creative. I feel like I want that, but I don't get that. I feel like you... Mm, no, yeah. I don't think I do that. <laughs> I feel like I've seen people from all over the rainbow. I don't really lean towards mask these days. I don't think... I feel like you've never have leaned towards mask. I was X. It was, like, kind of in the middle. Yeah, that was like, yeah, I don't know the names, but definitely green flag if they're creative. Oh my God. I feel like your green, you're, you're, I feel like your green flags are hard because you just kind of like, you have like a wide range. There's so many tastes. For a date. For a date, yes. To secure a date with me. You got that. You got that (laughs) down. To secure two. I don't know. It's secure three. Yeah, Aaliyah gets picky after the first You'd date. You'd be surprised, because I'm pretty sweet. Yeah, no, she's <laughs> you so sweet, just... but she gets picky after the first date. It's like, I don't know if I like this person. I, but I've been very into appreci- appreciating people for moments, and just, like, learning something new and putting a bow on it. Yeah. After first date, though, Green Flag is, like, she's like, oh, I just feel like we could take over the world together. Like, <laughs> she really likes somebody who's, like, extremely... Driven. Like, the sa- in, in the same way that she is, so... Oh, guys... 
Guys, guys, guys. I just, if anyone knows Myers Briggs, I realize everyone I like is like a fucking INFJ. Yeah. Uh, red flag for Leah INFJ. Virgo, Why is that red flag? I've had oh. red flag. Oh, I mean green flag. Green flag for Leah INFJ, Virgo, and four on the Enneagram. No, four is too much. Four is. <laughs> I can't do four. <laughs> four is all look at me. I'm so different. Please. I'm a four. I do not it, say that. You think it. I do think it. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine i don't say it here here's what we gotta do i think <laughs> i think we need a transition and this we can maybe even hop into this a little more i don't know this is a fun episode i feel like we're chatting so much because the dating stuff is so relevant it really is like, i don't know we're just uh, out here in the friend group there's like four or five guys three girls like whatever and every, like statistically one person's at least always on a dating app so it's relevant in our group yeah it's like okay that's annoying but that's my own beef, <laughs> <laughs> my own beef. but like how do you do an opener like so pretty uh, much or like how do you talk during like meeting a stranger online one of my favorite questions to ask is um oh i didn't even do my bit whether you're in like a hard situation a sticky situation conversation or on a date or on a date that sounded like a rap. I was flowing. You were not flowing. <laughs> Agree to disagree. Um, here's what you ask someone. What are three words to describe yourself? I think it says a lot about someone's character and just by the words they choose. And you could get a quick read about where their mind goes. Um, so that's my question of the day. Ask people if you're bored online in real life. It's interesting. Aaron, what would you say? Oh. I hate this question. I just, Why? I just don't like Everyone it. gives me that same response. Like, ooh, because... I don't know. And I'm like, <laughs> let me see. No. Um, I would say reserved, um, driven, and probably creative. Reserved? I don't want I would, I would flip something for, for reserved. Quiet. I'm not like... Uh, introspective maybe or like yeah. in observational i don't i don't think like one of your key things is reserved i don't know yeah what are yours um probably like optimistic thoughtful curious maybe curious definitely i have so many questions all the time all the time it is too much for aaron's quota and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. get again into your segment all right, guys, this is Aaron's what's in and what's out in Hinge. Hinge is in. I think that was, give more. That's too basic. Okay. You were just thinking no, about Hinge. But I think it's in. People don't give Hinge the credit it deserves. <laughs> Hinge is like, whoever made Hinge, like, shout out to you because that algorithm is like, it's fire. The algorithm well, is Well, so then why don't you, why do you still have the app? Oh, <laughs> we don't need to get into it. That's my own thing. Um, um, another in. Oh wait, oof! I don't know if I have another in. Okay, do out. I have a lot of out. Okay, let's hear it. Oof! What's out? You always have out ice out. lattes. Right I'm drinking now. one right now. I feel like you gotta go move with the seasons with the coffee. And I used to not be like that. I'm like, I'm just gonna have like iced coffee every day, and like, no. No, I feel like you need your you need your hot drinks now. Mm. Like I'm right now, I'm I'm fucking up an uh, an almond milk latte, and it's so sexy. Hmm. You're not feeling it. I'm just thinking about if you have any other outs. I, I feel like every day I hear like Aaron groan about something. That's true. I'm kind of, no no I, no. 
What? I, I was gonna. If I was Aaron, I would say out working for a boss. Oh, <laughs> I feel like that's a good one. Oh my god! I'll be dropping my phone. We're yeah, tumbling, no. fumbling, doing, crumbling, crumbling, doing it all. We have a good artist though in store for this week. Yeah, we're so excited for her. Her, her story is beautiful. Yes. She honestly, just after like meeting her, she's a queen. Yeah. Get ready for it. Yeah. So. uh... Thank you guys for listening to our extremely long episode this week. We were kind of just like, I think we kind of had a therapy session. We were there. having a chill moment. Yeah, we were. Maybe we you'll were find feeling, us on the apps. We were feeling so crispy. If you see us on the apps, swipe right, please. Just on Hinge, a, just be like, we saw you on the moment. app. I'll, I'll match. If, if you hinge me and be like, If you hinge oh. me. <laughs> if you were like, I was listening to your pod, I would love to grab coffee. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Um, Iced. Hot. Depending on the season. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, We'll be back after the break with our special guest. Uh, Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Hey guys, we're back from the break and we're here with our special guest. Would you like to introduce yourself and where you're from? Yeah, hi guys. Thank you for having me here. Um, my name is Amy Zhang. I'm a Babson student. I am a senior and from Shanghai, China. That is far away. <laughs> All the way to Boston? <laughs> yeah, I went to a all-girl high school in New York. So, oh, so, oh, yeah. So cool. For a long time, yeah. That reminds me of Gossip Girl. Was it anything like that? Oh no. <clears throat> well, it's it's different. It's, it's difficult to say because with all the boys, yeah, it's easier. But with all the girls, you know, I mean, girls like girls too. <laughs> oh, I I know that. <laughs> I definitely like girls. <laughs> It's funny. So today we actually did a swap because Amy right now is in New York and we are in at Babson College yeah, recording. In Boston. We had a little adventure and we just made it back to my college and yeah. Amy's college. And so guess we'll just start get started with some questions. Yeah. Um, so Amy, our episode this week is called A Tender Man is the Only Honest Man. Um, and <laughs> We talk about dating apps um, and trying to navigate love and relationships um, through like a really, I guess I honestly think it's like a trying time because it's all over the internet. Um, The dark web, as some like to call it. Yes, the dark web. Um, So do you have any experience with dating apps? Um, Oh, yeah. Tell us your your tell us your opinion because we shared what we thought of bumble hinge tinder all of those do you like any of them or well yeah just like so just like a quick history of my dating app usage i don't know so yeah in freshman year uh after i became 21 i was like yeah i'm not getting anywhere in babson in terms of dating i just i learned that in my first semester in Babson I was like yeah no I I, my friend group is set and these people I'm gonna work with them together we're gonna become colleagues gonna become competitors friends but nothing like you know friends so you you keep business and love separate you know I 
yeah, I'm a firm believer that you should keep things separate. That is yeah, very yeah. responsible. Compartmentalized. I wish I did that more. I think it would have saved me. <laughs> it would have saved me some sanity. However, you know, you live and learn. And also, just to mention, I'm sure you've heard our this the statistic about our school that we're like the number one or in like the top ten most undateable. Do you want to yeah. explain Babson a little bit? I, I figure I explain sure, a little sure. bit, but you can go into it. Yeah. So. Personally, I don't think Babs is the most undateable. I think we're just a little bit on the on the darker side, but not like unsavable because everyone is so busy. Like ever since the first day of Babson, you kind of just get into this, get on this train that never stop. You know, you have the internships, the midterms, finals, professors, everything you have to like juggle in between. The busy semesters so everyone's kind of looking for the same things going after the same things so we're all very ambitious meaning the time that we put into anything we have to know what's the outcome if we don't know that's very risky so in my opinion i feel like that's why people don't really like to put that much time into dating or at least after a few times they think okay this is not worth it they just don't do that kind of serious dating anymore yeah, I just feel like business people specifically are very, yeah, as you said, like solution oriented, very clear cut. And I I don't know, I think that we're like fire on fire personalities. And sometimes that's not always super compatible because there's. I just feel like it's it's too much go, go, go. Yeah, like once you start working with your friends or some some people you could potentially have interest in after working with them, you're like, hell, hell no. it's a miracle (laughs) yeah it's a miracle that I can have dinner with you in a group setting yeah all right (laughs) well said yeah so okay back to the original questionnaire and ask do you dating apps specifically have you gotten into them a little bit have Mm -hmm. you had success with them Uh, so yeah after I turned 21 I downloaded tinder for the first time and I got scared by the men and everyone, to be honest, up there. Um, but I went on a few dates and maybe got a little bit heartbroken a few times. And then I went back to China. So that's when I, I kind of downloaded a bit more like other apps, some Chinese apps as well. But the more people I met, the more I felt like these apps are no different. It just it kind of like lead you to the same kind of people. What so, kind of people would you say? Um, they're either just here for a fling or just want something very temporary. Um, at least that was the that was the vibe I was getting from the people I met, and that's why I kind of want to say like, okay, I should take a break from dating apps. Um, because I, I didn't meet a lot of interesting people and learn so many things from them, but none of them was able to stay, like nothing. And I wasn't like looking for serious things either, but it just kind of, after a while, I kind of want to discuss those things, but they, they're not up for it. So I'm like, okay, I shouldn't expect anything like that anymore. So that's the time I want to take a break. And just before I took the break, the last person I swiped, ended up being my ex oh yeah 
So I, my ex is from Tinder and we did date for a, <clears throat> quite a long time in my dating history. We did it for like a year and three months and we moved in together as well. Um, it was very serious, but I just feel like because again, we met from dating app. So we're now from the same background. So I was only staying in China because the COVID. So when I came back, uh, she was in China and then she had to kind of decide where she want to go next. But she ended up <clears throat> going back to Canada as she planned. So just a lot of things like that, like distance. Like dating app can bring you so close, but it also can, because you, you meet them without a foundation of having them in real life before knowing them. So it can also separate you pretty easily. I'm just curious because I heard you say she and I think my experience with um, men versus women on dating apps has been extremely different. Would you like, I, I don't know, with men, I like even tell Aaron or my straight friends, I'm like, I would be a little more nervous because I feel like guys can sometimes have more of a similar objective. And at least with girls, it's like, I feel a little safer sometimes talking to them online. And like, yeah, like at least there's a little more of an emotional bond. Yeah, I, I yeah. I feel the same way, but at the same time, I feel like after seeing these people, whether it's guy or girls or whatever, like they, it's, it really <sighs> traced back to personality because personality is everything and values is everything. Because at the end of the day, you could be someone that's that seem like, you know, so grounded and having your own goals and trying and has the ability to include other people in your plans but it doesn't necessarily necessarily like connect to gender I think um but I do feel much more safer when I go out with a girl for the first time um yeah I don't really know. I went too deep <laughs> no, no 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 that was perfect that was perfect I just like um when me and Leah talk about dating apps, she's solely like her apps are on girls and my apps are on guys. And like when we talk about responses and stuff, I'm like, oh, what do I say to him? And she's like, oh, just say this. I'm like, no, I can't say that to a guy. And she's like, you're right, guys are kind of mean. <laughs> so yeah. I feel like that's like a constant conversation that's happening between both of us. Or I don't know, maybe it's even like a standard of, I'm like trying to be cool, but I, maybe just the way we text is totally differently, genderless. But like, I think the way I text people is like, oh my God, you look so pretty. How is your day? What's your favorite coffee? And Aaron's like, hey, what's up? <laughs> it's like it's kind of put on a front that I'm like really chill. Like I'm the cool girl. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, I feel like resonated with both of you. So. <laughs> I feel like guys in general, you know how like the stereotype is they keep swiping everyone to right to accept yes. them at the yes. same time they can be so boring because they they swipe so many people but they put like minimum effort into actually talking to them yeah yeah, and, yeah like our guy friends they watch the way that like we swipe Aaron swipes probably like one in a hundred people I probably swipe on like one in 20 and then they just like close their eyes and just go to the right and we're like this you didn't even read their bio you don't you just you're going for percentage <laughs> I don't know for percentage. they're trying to yeah. do some business <laughs> algorithm which none of them are business majors so I don't, I don't <laughs> think it's working for them the statistics game that they're trying to play but I, I yeah 
Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I was just thinking that you you brought up like business major. I'm thinking like the majors that of the people I went out with, some of them are music majors, some of them are like me business, some of them are like more artsy, like actors, um, whatsoever, like singers. I feel like it again. It all ties back to values. Cause I- do you do you have a type? Like I feel like I definitely like the artsy people too. I'm I'm sick of like being at Babson around all these business people. I'm like I just need any the polar opposite. Just yeah, Aaron. I don't yeah, know you yeah. I I kind of I am attracted to artsy people. They don't have need to like have a like artsy major, but. Yeah, but my current boyfriend, I met him through um, Hinge, and he is trying to delete that the app made for deleting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, I think I I read an article somewhere saying that because Hinge and Bumble apps like that are more wholesome because the like the digital real estate or like the amount of space they save for text information. Is actually more than Tinder. Tinder is like ninety percent of the screen space is for pictures, so it's meant to be like eye candy, <clears throat> something that's not like here to stay. You know, like you you just look at it purely based on your hormones and or testosterone. Oh, I actually did not know that. That's a very fun fact because I like I'm I'm just I love Hinge. I'm like it's so sweet. <laughs> well, speaking of um like. To get back to music, we we took a whole tangent. Um, but speaking of like business majors, is it hard for you trying to achieve in like your music career at the same time as being a college student and then a business major? Because they're just in like music business, just completely different realms. Yeah, it's definitely a struggle because in high school, I in the first year, I did want to go to music college because I was really really into it. Uh, but later on, I also discover my passion for business. So I was like, which one should I go? And I have to say, I pick a more quote unquote, more realistic or more practical major because I I think I can do business to support my music careers, which is what's happening right now. Like I, the money I earned from like the projects I did before did help me to pursue music career. And I can do music anytime, but the knowledge I learned in college is more like for business. So I can definitely see how hard it will be for someone to to do everything together. But I think as long as your passion, it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you find like did you find it hard to um come to that conclusion? I like I mean I'm sorry if that's confusing. <laughs> did you find it hard? Did you have to battle with that? Like, should I choose business or should I choose music? Or was it always something that's like, oh, I can mesh the two and use both of them to my advantage? I think I, again, I think my little bubble crashed crashed in the earlier age, like when I was 16, because it was my sophomore year and sophomore year kind of have to start choosing, you know, are you going to liberal arts college? Are you going to like parkour places or music artsy places? So I talked to my parents, I talked to the counselors, everyone. And they all said to me that choose business. Like it is something you won't regret. And I think it's my mom or someone that actually told me that 
you can't go that far with your music. I know it's such a hurtful thing to say and so disrespectful, but it kind of made me look at things in a more realistic way because I know like my passion is a hundred percent, but how other people will view my music will kind of determine the success of my career. I don't want my life to be dependent on other people's views. If I do business, if I'm good at it, it is easier to just live. But if I do music, I don't think I can handle the pressure of other people judging my music like that. So that's why now it's just a passion. I can do it whatever the yeah, which whatever way I want. And that's more freedom for me. Yeah. Okay, that was very well articulated. Yeah. <laughs> I have to say, um, just like explaining the conflict and like how you like found the resolution, I guess, because I think that someone who like is passionate about like creativity goes through like at various points in their life, like because they are very different, like the I don't know, struggling artist trying to figure it out versus finding a stable job and how to find the balance that works for you. And I think we talk about that like probably continuously throughout. Yeah, throughout all of our episodes, we just, that's something that comes up over and over again, just because, I mean, we're interviewing artists and then Aliyah and I have taken two different paths, like um, with our art and um, our like business pursuits. So that I think it's really nice to hear someone who like you still see it as a passion and something you're going to pursue but it's like a like a 50 50 situation and you're just kind of giving your you're giving your all on on both halves and I love that is is there any times where you feel like a little guilty that you never want the arts path or do you feel like most days pretty confident yeah so I never lose touch with my peer musicians in the community because I like every song I make, I collab with some kind of musicians I know. And that's amazing experience. But when, when it comes to the technical side, you know, like actually producing something or how to articulate my artistic visions into like real hard stuff so they can understand and help me to produce it. That is when I especially feel like, oh, I wish I have a more like a thorough background knowledge of music so I can say things in a way that's professional and they can understand better but at the end of the day I can always use like abstract words to describe it and they understand it and that's when I know like you know you're you're my tribe you know what I'm talking about so yeah Yeah. that's so sweet you're you're so tribe I love that this is such a nice I know this is we'll probably cut this out but this is such a nice wholesome conversation yeah really really agreed um nothing 13 <laughs> did you ever think about going to Berkeley like was that like when you're applying to jobs because that's like a school that's like business students for the musicians and that like has I know Babs in our business culture is one dynamic but the Berkeley students I've heard um drama about what that's like being in that bubble did you ever consider like pushing that direction yeah again like lots of my friends they are professional musicians who go to music colleges so I also got to see the career path and the struggles they have and I kind of sometimes compare it with mine just to see oh if I you know did choose to go to music colleges what would my path be like um I think one thing I found out is that 
they do lack most of them lack the resources of how to make a business out of their music they're so artsy but they don't know how to okay i'm gonna say something very like babson how to use <laughs> capitalism to combat capitalism like you have to use a way to earn money so you can make your music out there so then you can get more support to make even better music that's in my opinion a more sustainable way as a musician and if i ever choose that way that would be my way to do it but i see many friends struggling to fight their way out because they lack that voice or lack that tools to help them and that's very unfortunate for me to see and i always try to help them to you know use a little bit of knowledge i learned babson to help them to go longer but it is their definitely their own battle to fight yeah um yeah i totally agree i mean we live in a like we live in a capitalistic society so i mean um to use that to your advantage especially to um like push yourself creatively i think it's it's genius <laughs> yeah i i i agree i clearly i took the business route because i think it's more practical and i can apply that to the passions that i'd like to further share with the world like down the road but i do think business yeah. is like a solid foundation to have I think getting a little more into your actual music and your lyrics after listening to your album, we wanted to ask, what do you say like love and relationships is one of the number one inspirations you have when you write your lyrics and create? Um, I wouldn't say so because, <clears throat> okay, so in the beginning, it was one of the first uh, genre or like type of content I, I, would, I would start like try to write. In the in the beginning because uh, i was a teenager like you know, what else can i write about <laughs> so <laughs> yeah it's just a very easy way to get into music and songwriting um because you're so emotional as a teenager but as long as i start getting comfortable to express my feelings in general i quickly start to explore other topics so my music are mainly just from inspirations that i see in my life the the fun and maybe painful adventures I encountered or my friends encountered. So I kind of absorb all of that to make my music. Do you, I don't know if you're able to articulate this in more depth, but like explaining a few more things that inspire you like more specifically. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah or like definitely. an example of something new. Yeah. So I guess two examples. The first one is I, wrote a song about my sister it's called great wall from my last album and i got inspiration from well my sister's life because she's she was only five years old when i wrote the song and i saw how she's in china and it's very like highly competitive for chinese to to kind of like succeed in life and also the amount of pressure parents would put on them but it's also like from the societal pressure so with all of that, I saw my poor five-year-old sister like doing all the homeworks, like five hours, eight hours, and doing play like playing piano, uh, practicing ballet, all of that as a little kid. I was like, I, I was playing. Yeah, I was playing with mud when I was five years old. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, no, this cannot happen. So I saw like 
her little rebellious eyes when my parents say something to her like, "Oh, do your homework," but she still, you know, does her job. But I saw like the little eyes, so I was like, "Okay, I think my sister has something to say, but she can't really say it. I'm gonna say for her." So that just gave me the chills. That that is so beautiful. I I'm like I I love that. And it, it's funny, like, I feel like if you're just listening, you like, it's, it just brings your music so much more like purpose and value once you hear the backstory, because people don't know the story that that's what that came from. But like, yeah. wow, like how you even got there. That's, that's genius. I don't know. I feel like sometimes not like writing about love or the like the most common music topics is a cop out. But I think it's always more interesting when there's like a more unique backstory. True. And I think that's still about, I mean, that's still about love your love for your sister your yeah yeah, your appreciation for the relationship or yeah I mean a story a drama it all comes from feelings so you're very poetic do you write poetry or your lyrics are definitely poetry but separately yeah I, I I guess I see myself more as a storyteller than like a singer songwriter yeah. yeah. Um. So your your Spotify. That's like actually our next question. Your Spotify bio is just the storyteller. Um. So we wanted to ask you what the story is that you're trying to tell to your listeners. Yeah. So, I. How do I say this? So music was my only way to express my feelings when I felt trapped as a teenager because I came to the states when I was fifteen, not knowing anyone and it was the only way for me to kind of show myself to people, you know? And that's the first thing that helped me to make friends. And the stories I told through music was about how lost I felt when I come here. And they kind of picked that up and start, you know, like showing me the ways to live in the States. And I've, I really appreciate it because that was the first group of friends I made and that was through music. So that's the moment I realized I tell the stories of my life and other people can empathize because we're all humans. Some parts of stories you will feel resonated. And when, I, when I'm when i in my emotions, I don't wanna just stay in it, stay in it. I wanna pull myself out to be an observer. And that's when you write good stories. So I want, just wanna be a storyteller. I, 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 think, I think I'm speechless. I, honestly, you have been leaving us speechless this entire time. I, I don't know how to respond to these things because they're like so profound and I don't know, just raw and genuine. And we appreciate that. It's like I feel like we couldn't even top anything saying that. Like that. This is so sweet. Thank you. <laughs> music bridges people together, and yeah. it's a way that you can connect without having to talk always yeah because talking is sometimes hard and share like what you can't say sing yeah and people sometimes they don't want to listen to your stuff and that's okay like it's, yeah not not everyone is gonna be the person that you're gonna connect with but the people who do those are who you should value definitely 
<laughs> I think that's good. I think yeah, we should end it on that. Was, yeah, that was our last question. But um, so yeah, thank you, Amy, for being on the show. Everybody, be sure to follow Amy on Spotify, Instagram, um, and check her song out on our playlist called Volume Four. Tender man is the only honest man. Um, everything will be linked on our website and our Instagram. So yeah, Amy, you're incredible. Yes. Thank Check you out so all you. We hope everyone has a good night. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> and see you next Tuesday. <laughs> next Tuesday. Two weeks from Tuesday. Two weeks from Tuesday. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs>